Gemma from Grow Your Mindset. You are tuning in to another Mindset and You interview. And today I've got the lovely Hilary Sims with me. Give us a wave, Hilary. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, and if um, you've not been to one of these interviews before, basically this is about lots of different people in lots of different professions, finding out their views on mindset and mental health, finding out what they get up to. So it's me being a bit nosy, really. So I'm not going to say too much because I'm going to ask Hillary to introduce herself. So if you could just tell us who you are and what do you do, Hillary? Right. I'm Hillary Sims and I'm based in Stourbridge in the West Midlands. I'm a counsellor. And I support anyone from the age of 12 upwards with their mental health. Um, they come to me with issues. They quite often don't know really what the issues are or where the issues have started. And we work together to work out what's causing the disturbance, probably where it's come from, and also then how they can deal with it differently. We have a little set of tools that they can go away and try. Some things work, some things don't work. Mm, and, that, and that's the key sometimes, isn't it, that it's finding lots of different things that work for people because like you say not everything it's not just one size fits all is it no unfortunately um, not no um but I'm sure it, it sounds like an incredibly interesting job so just tell me then what makes you so passionate about it what are the best bits about your your job oh what are the best bits sometimes the best bits are tinged with, tinged with sadness because the best bit is seeing a client go I'm okay now I don't need your help I can deal with this but then that relationship with that client has disappeared. But actually, yeah, it's sad for me because that client's gone. But actually, from their perspective, it's brilliant because actually they've gone back out there and they're dealing with it themselves. So that's it's a, it's a bittersweet, really, isn't it? But actually, when I know I've sent them off with the tools to do the job, they can go out there, they can try things. Sometimes things work. Sometimes I'll just ring up and say, this has worked really well. Or can I just have another odd session just to top up? things that haven't worked so well mm. so yeah it's 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 a bittersweet really but it, it's great to be able to make a difference to people's lives yeah I was just gonna say that that sort of end you're kind of realizing that really I've had a massive impact on this person because now they're able to go off and 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 do things for themselves now they don't need me so that just shows the power of the work that you do really doesn't it yeah and then sometimes um we don't actually seem to do anything, just the space where they can sit and talk, they can express themselves. They start to work out some of the stuff themselves. Oh, yeah, I could do that differently or I could have done that differently. Mm. So, yeah, it, it, working with them, the relationship that you get with the client and when you can see, when they come back and go, oh, I didn't do this like I normally do or I went out and I really enjoyed myself without beating myself up afterwards that I'd said something I shouldn't have said or what yeah. will people think of me? And to actually see the journey that they go on. And one of the things we do at the end of the sessions is actually reflect and have a look back. And when you go, well, how do you view yourself when you first came in your first session? Mm. And where do you see yourself now and the difference that the journey you've come on? And quite often they actually can't believe the difference in themselves. Yeah, sometimes they, I've noticed this because we've just started doing coaching as well with Grow Your Mindset. And actually when you point out where they were when they came to you and where they've come in the matter of a few weeks they've kind of not realized and it's kind of quite enlightening isn't it when you point out actually this is where you were at the beginning look at look at how far you've come now and it is a bit of a oh my gosh yeah actually it's a bit of nice wake-up call isn't it sometimes to do that and have a good reflect 
Yeah, it is. And it's their, it's their light bulb moment when they realise, oh, yeah, I didn't do what I used to do. I've not reverted to type. I've actually learned something new. And I, it helps me deal with things much better by doing it the new way. Yeah, definitely. So your story is quite interesting because you've not always been a counsellor. So just tell us a little bit about how this all started. And now you're obviously really passionate about supporting others. So what, what drives you? So where did it start and what drives you to continue to support? Oh, lots of questions there, Gemma. Thanks. Um, my husband was actually in the army for 22 years. So uh, we moved around, as you can imagine, every three to four years. We, we even lived in Germany for five years. Um, so it was sort of grab jobs that were around. I worked in a lot of admin roles, account, basic account roles, that type of thing. So once we, we settled and he left the army, it was my time to do something for me. So I wanted to go back to college, didn't really know what I wanted to do. Um, so as you do, you get the prospectus and you flip through all the pages. And this counselling, basic counselling course came up. So I thought, actually, I'll go and give that a go and see what happens. So off I tootled to college and three years later, after part-time study, I became qualified wow. and set up my own business, which I've now been doing for six years. Wow. So I stumbled into it in a way, but it's the best job I've ever had because it makes such an impact to other people's lives. And that's, I think that's the big thing for me. I can, people have had, oh, I don't, don't know how to deal with this. I don't know how to deal with this, or I can't cope with this, or I can't cope with that. But after a few sessions together, we can actually, yeah, do you know what? I can deal with this. Mm. And it's not about making the problems totally go away because you can't because they're part oh. of that person. Mm. But it's learning how to deal with those things differently. And that makes a big difference to that person. Oh, do you know, you're just so on our wavelength. Just what you said there about, you know, we're not making these things go away. It's just how we respond to them physically isn't it and emotionally to these situations and whether we can manage that better that's just exactly what myself and Liz always talk about in our training as well it's really interesting um, just like anxiety for instance yeah. it's always there mm. all got it yeah. it's just how we deal with it some people some people are so laid back the horizontal so therefore <laughs> well they are you know some some people could be in the middle of a crisis and they'd be, don't worry, I can cope with this, not a problem. Yeah. And other people are being really mad like a headless chicken. Yeah. Um, so anxiety is there for all of us. Mm. It's just how we deal with it yeah. and the impact we allow it to have on us. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so some people, anxiety is just there constantly, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. But mm. if you can give them the tools to learn how to deal with it differently, they can start to relax, they can start to enjoy social situations start to sleep better yeah which is a big thing you know yeah. and that helps but it's the anxiety never goes away because anxiety is a natural emotion it's a natural reaction that we all have it's just how we deal with it that causes us yeah. a big disturbance. Do, you, do you find that that's a bit of a light bulb moment as well um hillary because i know when i've spoken to people you know like they see anxiety or some people i should say anxiety is seen as um a a negative emotion um you know as is nervousness and stress and, and and depression and that sort of thing and I know there's different levels of all these emotions but sometimes when you just bring that to people's minds that actually these are normal emotions and that actually everyone deals with these do you find that kind of sometimes people think oh right it's not just me then do you ever have that scenario 
Yeah, lo- lots of people come and you say, I've heard this from lots of people before. Mm. Really? It's not just me that feels like this? Yeah. No, everybody feels like this at some stage. It's just how we deal with it. But yeah, people, I think when it's happening to you, it's all consuming, isn't it? It's yeah. there 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It's in your head. It's in. It's on your insides. It's there. And you can't understand that anybody else would feel like this. Mm. But that moment when you go, this is normal and everybody has it, mm. they all sort of go, oh, I'm not strange then. Yeah. No, you're not strange. You're just struggling to deal with your anxiety. Yeah. You know, it's like we have to have a label. No, yeah. you don't have to have a label, you know. And as I say, we're all anxious at varying times of our life and mm. lots of different things trigger people's emotions and their anxiety in lots of different ways. Yeah. Yeah, that's I know we've discussed that before, haven't we, about um, on, a, on a previous uh, call we did in terms of putting labels on people. And, and actually, sometimes that's not the best thing to do, is it, is putting labels on, because we kind of act up to that label, don't we, as well. Once we've been given it, we it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy as well, isn't it? You know, yeah. even with like your children, when you say, oh, this is the shy one or this is the loud one. And, and we do that quite often. You find that actually yeah. the children live up to those labels of, that you've given them, don't they? And I guess it, it yeah. can be the same with emotions too. Oh, have you gone off? And quite a lot of people get, oh, well, you're anxious. Yeah, you know, just a little bit worried about something, and mm. being worried about something is normal. Being worried about exams, if you're not worried about exams, you don't care. Yeah, you know, and if you care, it's going to come with some emotion, isn't it? Mm. You know, and and is it really anxiety in the full description of the anxiety, or is it just I'm struggling to feel with a little bit of nervousness? You know, I've got an exam tomorrow. I've been away, running it round in my head feel a little bit sick it's that's quite normal when you've got an yeah. exam tomorrow mm. but whether anxiety in that respect is the word is used a little bit too much mm. for what is normal worry yeah I'm seeing that seeing that quite a bit really? and that's quite prevalent in young people yeah and obviously you know with with me and my company we're really passionate about mindset and developing more of that positive outlook on life and whether that's in school whether it's in businesses we've been through the most unusual 2020 haven't we with covid and lockdown and we often talk about challenges when we we do our training with staff or when we work with children we talk about how we face challenges how we embrace them what's been your biggest challenge through this year um, that you've either faced or that you've seen has it been in your family? Is it, um, or is it more business related? And, and how have you overcome those challenges? I think the biggest challenge, and it's probably still ongoing because not, you know, people are going into varying lockdowns, is for me was I can't see people face to face. How am I going to deliver counselling? Oh, okay. There's a thing called Zoom. Learn how to use it. What did Find we it. do? What did we do before Zoom? <laughs> no idea. Find an account, quick, get yourself logged on, work out how you press this button, that button, yeah. get your video working, and <laughs> learning how to do it by telephone as well. Yeah. Uh, so for me, that's been a real challenge. My whole business went over to online 
um, and telephone. But the biggest thing for clients was finding a space at their end that they could feel comfortable to talk. Yeah. And so the next challenge was when I was getting a lot of messages from clients going, when are you opening up again? When can I come and see you? Mm -hmm. So I'm now in my garage. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So I, I've, well, I now have carpet in my garage. Nah. Um, we now have carpet, we now have a heater. Um, <laughs> so yes, it's I can offer two metre distance. It means they're not coming in my house. Yeah. Um, the amount of people have just said, I'm just so pleased I can actually come and see you face to face. I can't cope with doing it over the internet. Yeah. Um, my business alone has caused enough challenges. And as well as that, husband and daughter have been sharing the dining room table since March. One of them's either <laughs> side of the dining room table. So one's on a call, another one's on a call. The other one's going, shh. Yeah. <laughs> So that, and then there's me walking behind him when they've got the videos on with me washing basket, taking me washing to, to put in the washing machine. So it's just, it's just been really strange, hasn't it, since March. And we've yeah. always got to learn to just not just live with each other, work with each other and respect yeah. each other once. And, Absolutely. You know, so and, and that adaptation to the situation as well, you know, thinking yeah. a little bit differently. And, but, yeah. you know, in some ways... You know, if this wouldn't have happened, me and you wouldn't have met, would we? Probably. Probably not. No, and there's quite a few people that I've met yeah. over Zoom networking calls. Yeah. yeah. It's very, very true. Yeah. yeah. It's opened up the doors of possibility in terms of meeting new people and gaining yeah. expertise from each other and collaborating. So there, there are pluses, aren't there? But I totally understand about the face-to-face. -face. There's nothing yeah. better than working with people face-to-face, -face, is yeah. there? Yeah, you get. I know you get the emotion still over the Zoom and everything, but it's not quite. You, it's, yeah, you know, the walk out the room and you can see the smile and you can see things have changed and it's yeah, it is, you know. But at least by being able to go online, I've still been able to support my clients, which has really been the main main important thing yeah, for me. Absolutely. And then you've recently taken to blogging, and you've um started really you've kind of honed in on on men's mental health and seen that as being really important what made you decide to concentrate on that area in particular because uh, looking at my well one of the things was looking at my google analytics to be fair and mm. noticing i was getting more men viewing my website than i actually ah. was women which i which i thought was a bit strange so I thought okay they're, they're, they're looking yeah um and also it's, it's in the press it's in the social media and I thought you know what let's just give this a go so you've probably seen my picture on Twitter that just says that my banner that says I need men um <laughs> so in for a penny in for a pound let's give it a go so yeah it's a real and it's really funny because since I've been I've only learned I've only been blogging since March uh, something else I've learned in lockdown you can yeah. do marketing and the reaction I've had to the blogs from about men and encouraging men and everything from other from other people and everything's been really really fantastic really positive mm. everyone's saying you know the great articles and the message you're getting out is out there is great I do get I do get men clients anyway but it's not even just getting men clients to me it's just getting men clients to actually go do you know what there is help out there and it's okay to ask for it. I'm not weak by asking for help. I'm just being a human. Just because yeah. you're a man doesn't make you any difference to a woman. You still have your feelings. You still have your emotions going on. 
so yeah that that was really sort of let's go to a area that really needs some support here and that was the reason and, for and the amount of people that you're probably supporting without even knowing just in terms of them reading your blogs and taking yeah. things away from those to go and implement in their own lives that's um that's also really empowering isn't it in terms yeah. of, of, of supporting people and without kind of really realizing it but the impact is huge absolutely uh, if one man goes and asks for help on the back of what I've written, whether it's comes and asks me or asks anybody for help, it's been worth it. Mm. You know, if one person picks up that phone and goes, yeah, I will, it is okay yeah. for me to ask for help. I will go and ask for it. Yeah. It's been, it's been worth it. Yeah. But it also, from my point of view, from a learning point of view, it's made me sit back and look at the things I do. How do I do what I do? Mm. You know you, how you do it because you just do it every day. But if you have yeah. to tell somebody how you do it, so actually sitting and writing it down, it's been quite empowering about, oh, yeah, I do do that. I do know how to do that. Yeah. I do know how to deal with these things. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. And I guess as well, it goes back to that um normalizing of it isn't it like we, we talked a minute ago about you know these emotions that you're having are normal it's about how we handle them and it, you doing the blogs for men it is normalizing mental health and the importance of mental health for men just as much as women isn't it and having that conversation is normal that it's not something to be shied away from which obviously is is something that we're, we're working towards constantly all the time yeah, and I know it's been in the, the major press and whatever, but it's still about people realising, you know, it is okay. Um, yeah. And, and I know there's more professional sports people and professional people and famous people have sort of come out and gone, yeah, I've suffered with it, you yeah. know, because sadly mental health doesn't pick who it, choose who it picks. It no. just doesn't, you don't know when it's going to hit. So, mm -hmm. it, yeah, it's a really big message that doesn't matter whether you're man, woman, young, old, whatever mm. it's okay to ask for help with your mental health we yeah. all suffer with some form of it mm. at some stage in our life yeah and quite often we it's when we're least expecting it yeah, yeah. And we do it so for physical health don't we you know we we pick up the phone for the doctor for physical health but not always the same for, for mental health with this with there's still a lot of stigma around it yeah. and embarrassment and shame isn't there so yeah. doing, doing what you're doing is just normalizing that situation and making it much more um accessible for people isn't yeah it? and guys will go to the gym they'll mm. play football they'll play rugby so they look after the insides of their body yeah as you say physically they've even got to the stage now where it's actually okay to put cream on my face and that yeah. type of thing yeah mm. you know so if we're going to look after the the inside we're going to look after our skin what yeah. about looking after this too yeah definitely. you know it's all part of our whole makeup Absolutely. you know you know people used to shy away from having a shower shower bag going into the shower well men now have a shower bag don't they and it has whatever it has treatments and whatever it has in it yeah absolutely yeah. so let's do this let's do the same for our mental health yeah so. totally agree now, obviously, our, our work is um, slightly different, but there's a lot of crossover as well in terms of what we're trying to promote and, and the impact that we're wanting to have on people. Why do you think it's so crucial that our work is carried out in today's schools and businesses? 
um, particularly in schools, I think if young people have got mental health issues, if you can help them when you're when they're um, young, it prevents them taking it into um, adulthood, which is brilliant. Mm. And if you can get it um, when they when they it's first starting to bother them, you can give them the tools to take through the rest of their life. Mm. And as I say, we all we all have major life changing events. We all lose partners, families. We go through divorces. Um, lots of life-changing events that can give us issues with our mental health so it's important because it makes you then be allowed to live your life to your full potential because when anxiety and mental health takes over that becomes your sole focus you Mm. don't enjoy what you do every day you Mm. don't oh I'm going out yeah well actually it should be I'm going out I'm really looking forward to it Mm. you know well when your mental health's taking over there's no enjoyment in everything but at least if you go and ask for the support that is out there and we get the message out there that it's okay to ask for help and the right support is there, it makes a difference to the way people can go out there and live their lives. Mm, absolutely. And um, so we've, we've had a great conversation. I've absolutely loved talking to you today, Hilary. I found out some interesting things that I didn't know when I first started, <laughs> which has been great. But um, if somebody's thinking, you know what, I, I need some help, I think counselling might work for me, where can they get hold of you? How do they find you? Um, so any contact details you've got would be really useful. Okay. My website is www. I'm not have I given too many W's there. I'm not sure. No, you didn't. <laughs> you didn't. <laughs> no, didn't. net. My telephone number is 07850-447-585. Or you can email me at hillary at lifebalancecounselling.net. And in any of the platforms that we um, go across, all that information will be in those as well. I'm on Twitter, Facebook. Yeah, she's on the social media platforms as well. (laughs) We've seen you. Yeah, that's been really great. Thank you so much for joining us today. It's been really insightful. Um, and, And keep up the amazing work because, like you say, it's impacting on so many people in so many different ways positively which is exactly what we need at the, at the moment don't we yeah definitely there's, there's so much negativity around at the moment and even more so with what's going to happen at midnight to most people tonight where we're going to be more locked down yeah, yeah being positive get out there and ask for help and as i say even if you are stuck and you can't get to somebody in person pick up a telephone we can do zoom calls we can make it work that way Yeah, fantastic. Thanks very much for your time today, Hilary. You take care. Okay, take care. Bye.